Hey, hey, friends, welcome back to the Bible's Babies and Business Podcast. I am so stoked for today's episode because we are answering one of our audience's questions. I love episodes like these because it's so cool to, number one, get to hear from you guys, which is something that I don't get to do. I get I don't get to hear from you a lot because, you know, this podcast is a lot about like you hearing from me. There's not a whole lot of two-way dialogue and I want to change that, right? I want to hear from you. And today, Elizabeth sent in an exceptional question that I had so much fun outlining this episode and preparing it for you today. We're basically going to be going through strategies to get more coaching clients to say yes, to invest in your high ticket price tag. You're going to hear Elizabeth's questions in its entirety here in a moment, but I really want to break down like the three main questions that she has based upon her voice message. So overall, one question is basically, how do I get more clients to say yes to my high ticket price tag? Second question, should I have my prices on my website? And number three, should I have the spouse of my potential client join the sales call? Because man, oh man, friends, if you're selling high ticket and your potential client is married, then you know what we're talking about here. A lot of times um, our potential client will get on the phone, they'll be so excited about it, and then they'll go and talk to their spouse and then it's a no-go, right? Which is so frustrating, uh, I think, for lots of people involved. So today I'm gonna unveil some money-making secrets about how to secure more yes responses from potential clients, even in the face of those high-ticket price tag objections. So let's go ahead and just kick goodbye. Like, like kick, kick the roadblocks goodbye, right? Uh, we're gonna go through a lot of strategies here and so that we can say hello to more clients and more sales in your online coaching business. And P.S., I have a new free webinar training dropping this week, teaching you the four secrets to get more clients and turn your coaching business into a money-making machine, including how to create an irresistible offer that has your coaching clients saying yes to invest in your high ticket price tag. So stay tuned at the end of the episode to find out how to get your hands on those four game-changing secrets to sales today. Let's do it. Hey coach, welcome to the Bible's Babies and Business podcast. Are you ready to get more consistent, high ticket clients in your online coaching business without having to go through exhausting flopped launches? Are you constantly searching for podcast episodes, looking for that key to unlocking $10,000 months in your business? Do you have big dreams of becoming debt free, going on more family vacations and staying home with your kids? But right now your business isn't even breaking $2,000 a month. Hey there, I'm Cammie. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, before I was known for being a high-ticket sales expert for online coaches, and before I founded my program, High Ticket Powerhouse, which offers some of the best marketing and sales strategy in the coaching industry, I was just your average online coach struggling to get by. I didn't know how to get clients, make consistent money online, or get out of the painful cycle of living paycheck to paycheck and drowning in debt. And to make matters worse, my husband and I were struggling through years of infertility and needed tens of thousands of dollars to grow our family. Oh, and on top of that, student loans and credit card debt. Needless to say, financially, we were a sinking ship. My business needed to make money. My family depended on it. 
That's when I discovered the art of how to close high ticket sales. And the best part, you don't need thousands of Instagram followers or ever have to struggle through another duct taped Instagram launch ever again. In this podcast, you'll find practical sales strategies to use in your own coaching business, biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, and a healthy dose of tough love. Because one thing you need to know about me, I don't sugarcoat it. My ultimate goal is to turn you into an absolute powerhouse at selling your high ticket coaching online so you can be a blessing to your family, a blessing to your clients, and create life-changing impact for the kingdom of heaven. So grab your Bible, your laptop, and let's get to work because you were made for this. Hi, Cami. My name is Elizabeth, and I am a stress coach for Christian moms. I help Christian moms that are struggling with out-of-control anger to create more peace and calm in their homes. I have a high-ticket 12-week coaching program. It is $2,500. I do not have my prices on my website. Everybody is led to a clarity call. I have many moms booking the clarity call. They get on the clarity call. And a lot of them are just curious to find out the price. They are a perfect fit for my program. And at the end, just about everybody says, I need to think about it. I need to talk to my husband about it because it's, it's an investment. And after I follow up with them a couple of days later, everybody says no, that they just either decided to do it on their own or they decided to just try a different route. And I feel discouraged. Should I put my prices on my website? Should I not? If moms say no, they understand the value of it, but I don't think their spouse understands the value of it. Should I require the spouse to be on the clarity call? I am at a loss because I feel like I am missing out on getting amazing clients that really, really need me. And I am just asking for some guidance in this area. Thank you very much. By the way, I love your show and thank you for everything that you do. All right, friends. So, Elizabeth, first off, this is an incredible question. I love all of these questions here. And I'm going to just quickly summarize essentially the three main questions that I heard from your audio and what I used to outline this episode for you today. Number one, how do I get more clients to say yes to my high ticket price tag? Number two, should I have my prices on my website? And number three, should I have the spouse of my potential client join the sales call? Okay, so number one. I want to acknowledge that you have a lot of women booking clarity calls with you, which is an incredible sign. This means that you do not have a lead generation issue. A lot of times when people don't have coaching clients in their coaching business, it can be one of two things or even both. Um, one issue could be that they don't have any leads. Okay. We call that a lead generation issue. They, they don't have leads. And if we don't have leads, then we don't have clients. The other thing that can happen is a sales conversion issue where the person has leads, but those leads aren't converting into paying clients. And it is possible for a coach to have both problems, both leads and a sales problem. In this case, you don't have a lead generation problem. You have leads. They're booking this, the, the clarity calls with you. And so that is a really great sign. And I want you to be really encouraged by that. What we do have, however, is a sales conversion issue, right? We want to get those leads to convert into paying clients. So essentially women are getting on the call, but then they're saying no. And it's interesting that you mentioned some women will tell you that they're going to try and do it themselves. 
So when I heard you say this, this, this leads me to wonder if they think that they can do it themselves without your help and support, then are they truly seeing the value of you helping them solve the problem? Because my thought is if somebody thinks that they can, after one clarity call, do it all themselves, then they're not seeing the value in hiring you to help them overcome the issue. They, they have been made to believe by maybe, maybe it was themselves. Maybe it was something said on the call that this is a problem they can, that they can solve on their own. So what I would do is I would revisit some of your past calls. Maybe you have recorded them. I would go back and watch any past clarity calls, especially if you've recorded, which guys, I would encourage you all to record your, all of your calls, whether it's with a potential client, with it, whether it's with a sales call, I would go back and record those. Well, obviously you can't go back and record them, but, but if you aren't recording them up till now, I would start recording them. Always ask the other person for permission. Uh, we don't want to make anybody uncomfortable, but what this allows you to do is go and study yourself on calls. Okay. You know, like when you call like a company and they say, this call may be recorded for quality assurance that happened to me the other day. Um, that, that is gold. Okay. That means that, that, that company can go back and listen to these recordings and they can train their employees further about how to improve on these calls. And you should be doing that with yourself. Okay. So Elizabeth, what I would encourage with all that being said, is I would go back and I would revisit your messaging. I would revisit your messaging on your website and your content and the language that you're using in the calls themselves. And I would make sure that, that we are shifting our messaging to make sure that we're com communicating why your clients need your program, why this isn't something that they can just duct tape together themselves and why now is the time to invest in doing it, okay? They need to be clearly understanding each one of those aspects in order for them to say yes to invest and understand that this isn't something that they can just do themselves. So that that's number one thing that I would do is go back and revisit your messaging. Again, we need to make sure that we're positioning your coaching as solving a really big, painful and in-demand problem. Clearly the problem is in demand because you're having so many people book these clarity calls, but what I'm what I'm wondering is is your ideal client seeing this issue as painful enough to pay you $2,500, which I believe is the price tag you said your, your coaching program is at, are they viewing this problem as painful enough to pay you $2,500 to solve it? Okay. So go back and look at your messaging. Your second question, should I have my prices on my website? My answer is no. And here's why I'm assuming that this coaching container that you're talking about is one-on-one -on -one coaching. Okay. Now, group coaching is an entirely different ball game. Please hear me, family. I'm talking about one-on-one -on -one coaching. Okay. I'm not talking about group coaching. I'm not talking about memberships. I'm not talking about courses. I'm talking about one-on-one -on -one coaching. My philosophy is to not have your one-on-one -on -one coaching prices on your website. And here's why. One-on-one -on -one coaching is designed to be a customized experience. Okay. A really big principle that I teach my powerhouse students is to customize their offer to fit their client like a glove, okay? So what we do is we start off by creating this core offer, 
Okay. Cause we don't want to start from scratch every single time that somebody comes to you and they're like, Hey, I need your help. You don't want to just like build an offer from scratch. Okay. We need to have the bones there, the framework, um, the foundation, if you will, but essentially like you can customize the details of your program to fit your client better, which can lead to them being more likely to say, yes, I thought of it. Like <laughs> I was talking with a client this week and I said it to them this way. I think of it like baking a cake. If I'm baking a cake and it's chocolate, and somebody says, hey, I need you to customize this to fit me. And I don't really want chocolate. Okay. Well, I'm not going to change the flavor of the cake. What I will do, however, is all, if you want, if you want blue sprinkles instead of pink, sure. I'll change that for you. If you want uh, white colored frosting instead of green colored frosting, I'll, I'll change the details. I'll change the little things about my program in order to fit you. I'm not going to change big concepts about my program. Like if somebody came to me and was like, Cammie, I need you to teach me how to sell a course. I would say, I'm not the coach for you, okay? I'm not gonna change big concepts about my program, but if you need me to adjust the amount of times that we're meeting, coaching call frequency, if you need me to adjust Voxer messaging, if you need to be to adjust little details in the program, I'm happy to do that for you, okay? Now, we could go off, and talk about that for a long time, but this is a podcast episode that I'm trying to keep around 20 minutes. So um, I'm going to leave that, that concept there, but, but essentially what I need you to understand is that when you're doing one-on-one coaching, it is designed to be a customized experience. Okay. That means that not all of our one-on-one coaching packages should look the same. A lot of them may be similar, but you should be able to change the details of your program in order to match the client. Now, how does it actually tie back to the initial question of, do I have my prices on my website? And here's the answer. Because we're creating customized programs for people, okay? This means that the pricing oftentimes will look different client to client. Now, this does not mean that you're charging some clients more and some clients less for the exact same service, okay? That would not be us having integrity. That's not what we're doing. What this does mean is that you understand what your clients' needs are, what their wants are, and you mold your package to match that all while honoring your hourly wage. Every online coach needs to understand what their hourly wage is. If you understand your hourly wage, then you can change little details about your program, such as how often are we meeting? How long is the coaching package? And you can adjust your price tag accordingly relative to each client while still keeping the same hourly rate, wage, not, not rage, wage. Does that make sense? See, this is where I wish that I could like hear feedback from you guys like in the moment where you're like, yes, Cami, that makes sense. Or no, Cami, it doesn't. Explain it to me more. Slide into my DMs if you have questions. Um, I'll provide one more example for this and then we'll move forward. Uh, essentially, if, if Elizabeth, if you have like your program is 12 out or 12 weeks, okay? And it's $2,500. Let's say that you map it out. So if you have a 12 week program, I'm just gonna pull up my calculator and do it right now. If you have a 12 week program, I'm guessing that you probably have weekly coaching calls. They're probably an hour long. Okay. I could be wrong, but so you're probably doing at least an hour with them a week. You probably also having Voxer messaging access with your clients. And what I teach my powerhouse students is that we account for one hour per month when we're doing Voxer. So if I have 12 hours of coaching calls plus three hours of Voxer, because 12 weeks is three months. So that's 15 hours. Okay. Now your price tag is $2,500. So $2,500 divided by roughly 15 hours with each client means that you're charging roughly $166 an hour. 
Okay. That's a really good number for you to know, because let's say that somebody comes to you and they're like, well, Elizabeth, I really want to do this package, but like, could we do it in six weeks rather than 12? Well, if it is feasible for you to do that, then you absolutely could make that customized approach. Now that doesn't mean that you're going to get they're necessarily going to get all the information, but because you now know your hourly wage, you can customize your package to still honor your hourly wage, your price tag, but also honor their wishes. So six weeks would be six hours of calls and it'd be a month and a half of Voxer. So it'd be plus 1.5 hours of Voxer. So now it's 7.5 hours that you would be spending with that client. You have an hourly wage of 166. So times 166 that package price tag is $1,245. Okay. This is how, I, this is what I'm talking about. You guys, when I, when I'm saying you, you should be able to customize your offers to fit each client, like a glove while still honoring your own hourly wage. Okay. Um, let me know in the DMS, if you have more questions around that. And then let's go to question number three. Should I have the spouse join the sales call? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, let me give you an example. On my powerhouse application, okay, I have two financial pre-qualifying questions. I'm going to read them literally word for word for, to you right now. One of the questions is, what amount are you willing and able to invest in your business to learn how to get more clients and close consistent 5K to 10K months? You are guaranteed to close enough sales to two extra investment within six months. Important. If you make financial decisions with the partner, make sure that you are both on the same page before answering this question. And then I have, they can choose, like there's a multiple choice where it gives them ranges of, of amounts that they're willing to invest in their business. They can choose anywhere between $300 a month up to over $1,200 a month that they're able and willing to invest in their business. Now I told them before you answer this question, you would better be on the same page with your spouse, okay? Um, that is going to, help make sure that a conversation is happening with their spouse prior to them actually getting on the call. I think a lot of times, and I could be wrong, but I think a lot of times people are getting on these clarity calls and then they're going to their spouse and they're, and they're asking their spouse for permission where if they were, if them and their spouse were on the same page prior to getting on the call, I think that we would have wildly different outcomes. So that was one of the questions that I have on my application. Here's the other one. I say, do you have the authority to make a final financial decision regarding this program? Or is there someone else that needs to be on the sales call with you? Please note, if you make financial decisions with a partner, they must join you on your interview call. And then I give them two options that they can choose. That's it. They get one option. They can choose A or B. A says, I am the sole decision maker and I do not need to discuss with anybody else before making this decision. The second one says, I make financial decisions with a partner and I agree to have them join me on my interview call. What does this do? This means that I am pre-qualifying my potential clients. I understand what their, what their budget is per month. And there's an expectation that, Hey, if you're getting on this call and you're by yourself, then, then I mean, you, you want, then, then I'm assuming that, that you have the authority to make the final decision and that you've previously talked with anybody else that is, that it needs to be part of this decision. Or you agreed to bring your spouse on the call. Okay. So there's, there's an expectation set up in advance prior to somebody even booking the call. And so I do think Elizabeth, that that would be a really good idea for you. Also, we need to understand that men think differently than women. Okay. We know this, this is how the Lord designed us. 
Um, men, not always. Okay. I'm, I'm not trying to make like overly generalized statements. Um, obviously not all men are the same. Not all women are the same. So, so please take this with a grain of salt. Men are more likely to make an investment decision based upon logic rather than emotion. Okay. Especially if it is an investment that their wife is wanting to make rather than the husband wanting to make the investment himself. Okay. So if the, if the wife is approaching the husband and saying, Hey, I want to make this investment. What do you think? He is most likely going to approach that decision from a place of logic rather than emotion. So when you're pitching to people, okay, especially because you said in your question that, that you think that the spouse of your client sometimes struggles to understand the value of your program, you need to have what I call a logistics page. Okay. In your sales presentation, what that means is it is a page in your sales pitch, okay? So in your in your visual sales pitch, which everybody listening to this, you need to have a visual presentation. Do not pitch to people with words only. You need to have something pulled up on your screen. You need to have a detailed pitch. I teach you how to do that in Powerhouse. Um, people need to be able to see all the details of your program, okay? That's a conversation for another time. But statistically, people retain information better when they can see it rather than when they're just hearing it. Okay, I digress. This is when you have a page in your sales presentation that describes why investing in your program is logically a good idea. No emotion, just logic, just facts, statistics, numbers. Show him why this is a no-brainer of an investment and show it to him without emotion, okay? Talk to him in the form of logic, facts, statistics, numbers. The best example that I have of this is my sweet husband, Lucas. Love that man. You guys know the phrase, it's kind of cliche, but you know that phrase where it, where it says, um, you keep me safe and, and I'll keep you wild. Okay, that is totally describing my marriage. I am the risk taker in our marriage. I am the the one that is, um, I have I have I have high emotion and Lucas is just totally cool, calm, collected, and logical. Okay. So I could, I could show up to Luke and be like, babe, oh my gosh, I want to do this, 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 and this, and this is how much it's going to cost. And what do you think? And he, and he would, he will say to me, okay, let's sit down. Let's think about this logically. Okay. That's what his response would be to me. And so in order for us to move forward in that investment, he needs to be able to see that this is logically making sense and that this isn't just a decision that we're making on emotion alone. Okay. So when you are pitching anybody listening to this podcast right now, when you're pitching, understand that if your potential client is married, you're not just pitching to your potential client. You're also pitching to their spouse. Okay. Um, because if they make financial decisions together and she's on board and he's not, guess what? It's not happening. So Elizabeth, thank you so much for this amazing question. This just made for such an awesome episode. And friends, if you have a question that you would like to have me answer for you on the podcast, down in the show notes is a speak pipe link. I'm going to say it one more time. Speak pipe link down in the show notes. All you do is you click the link, you record your message to me asking your question, and you might just hear your question featured and answered on the show. Now, before we go, I told you, that to stick around to the end because I have a new free webinar that is going live this week. Okay, so I'm super excited um, because my team and I are launching this new webinar. Now, I say new, 
it's essentially, we took an old, an old training that we had had launched earlier and, um, revamped it. Okay. So this webinar is going to be provided for you this week. It's, it's actually already live, but I'm going to provide you the link to access it. Okay. And inside of this training, you're going to unlock the hidden formula to turn your coaching business into a profit powerhouse. And this webinar is called the get more clients code, where I'm going to teach you the four secrets to get more clients and turn your coaching business into a money making machine. Okay. This is a no brainer because this, this webinar is free. $0.00. All it requires is your time and attention. Okay. And if you're somebody that is struggling to get more clients, your booty needs to be in this webinar. Okay. Here's what you're going to get inside of this training. You're going to learn how to pick a coaching niche that is positioned to sell. You're going to learn how to create an offer that is so irresistible. Your clients cannot wait to say yes to invest. You're going to get my marketing blueprint to generate new leads every single week. You're going to learn how to convert those leads into high ticket paying clients consistently. And as a bonus, at the very end of the training, I'm going to give you five strategies to get calls booked with your ideal client this week. So go down the show notes, click the webinar link, watch that webinar today. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode and I'll see you on Thursday. Hey coach, thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear, even if it stung a little. Every week, I am committed to showing up here on the show and bringing you not one, but two value-packed episodes to help you grow deeper in your faith, build a profitable coaching business, and become an absolute powerhouse at getting high-ticket coaching clients online. And the number one way that you can support the Bible's Babies and Business podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and then share this show with a friend. Thank you for partnering with me to get these episodes out to as many online coaches as possible because the world needs more powerhouse women building online coaching businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'll see you in the next episode.